Welcome to the Notes from a Scottish Author podcast. I'm Barry Hutchison, aka JD Kirk, and in each episode I'll be talking about life, writing, and the ups and downs of being a full-time author and publisher in the Highlands of Scotland. And probably some other stuff too. I hope you'll join me. Good morning, it is Thursday the 2nd of July. Uh, Is it? Yes, Thursday 2nd of July, which means this is episode 32 of Notes from a Scottish Author with me, Barry Hutchison, aka JD Kirk. This, if you don't know, is my continuing video blog, my apparently endless video blog slash podcast series where I witter stuff about things, um, which is probably the best way to describe it. Originally, I thought it'd be me talking about all the ins and outs of being an author and publishing and and all that stuff, and I rapidly ran out of those stories. So I now just kind of witter nonsense, which, you know, that's it's, if, if that's what you're into, good luck. Welcome aboard. Uh, if it's not, there's probably other entertainment you might be able to find. Today, what I did think I would talk about, though, is a couple of things, actually. One is The Thirteenth Horseman, the one of my books. Uh, I spoke about the Book of Doom some episodes ago and the inspiration for that, and I thought I would talk quickly about The Thirteenth Horseman. The Thirteenth Horseman is a teen novel that I wrote for HarperCollins about a boy called Drake Finn, and Drake uh, is forced to move to a new house. Him and his mum relocate to a new house after he accidentally blows the top story off his school and sets a number of teachers on fire. So he's expelled and they're forced to relocate uh, and they move to a new house with uh, a big overgrown back garden. Drake is forced to go and cut the grass. He goes out and while cutting the grass he stumbles upon this strange shed and in this shed are three unusual characters playing snakes and ladders and they claim to be three of the four horsemen of the apocalypse the uh, characters mentioned in the bible who come the day of judgment will get on their horses and fly across the sky because horses can fly they just choose not to most of the time um so yeah, they're going to usher in the end of the world. So three of them are there, war, famine and pestilence. And they're sitting there um, playing snakes and ladders. And um, Drake gets a fright of his life and runs away. But he eventually finds out that he is, that death has quit. Death, the leader of the four horsemen, has gone mad out of boredom. Because these guys have been sitting around since the beginning of time. And their job is to sit around until the end of time. And they have nothing else to do. So all they do is bicker and fight and and get into zany, hilarious scrapes and um, death has had enough, he's quit. And you actually find out that he is, that that guy was the uh, ninth person to be death and there have been a number of deaths before that. And I I I think from memory, I think Famine lists the fates of the previous deaths and I think it's mad, mad, suicide, mad, quit, mad goldfish suicide mad and you find out the goldfish was a terrible administration error and should never have been death in the first place and was really bad at riding the horse 
Um, but Drake eventually accepts his fate. He eventually realises they're telling the truth and he accepts his fate, his role as death, until the call comes in that the end of the world is coming and the previous death has orchestrated this thing to happen that is going to usher in the end of the world. And Drake has to convince the other horsemen to help him stop the apocalypse rather than start it. Um, so that's the 13th horseman. The idea for it came actually when I was when I was a student and when I was sharing a flat with some people up in Aberdeen. And uh, there's a unique way that, that flatmates and roommates can drive you insane. Just with little things, just the most irritating little things they can do. And they... they gradually wear away wear away at you, chip away at you and, and drive you demented. And I thought, imagine being stuck with these people for all of time. Imagine having no way out. You're just stuck in this small, confined space with these people who are driving you bananas. Um and I thought, how could you know, what would that be like and and how can I orchestrate that in a book? Who is going to be around forever and that's where I thought of the horsemen of the apocalypse who've got bugger all to do except that one ceremonial ride across the sky come the end of time. Um, there was one incident in particular that I remember, uh, we got a new flatmate, myself and my flatmate Jamie, we shared a room, Jamie was fine but I got on, I got on well with Jamie but we, we used to wind each other up something chronic. Um, and, and try to drive each other demented. But we got this new flatmate who shall remain nameless. Uh, he moved in towards the end of our time in that flat, thankfully. And uh, his first night in the flat rapidly revealed himself to be a nutter. We put an advert in the paper, kind of going, flatmate wanted, and one guy turned up and uh, and he got the flat because we needed his help to pay the rent. Um, and yeah, rapidly revealed himself to be insane the first night in the flat he came in me and jamie were watching some movie in the tv i can't remember what it was and he came in sat down and uh turned it over turned the tv over it was literally his first night he put his bags down came in went all right sat down and changed the channel and we went what are you doing we were we were watching that and he says there's a documentary on about badgers on bbc2 and we went yeah, well yeah but we were just watching that film and he stood up, he chucked the remote control at, at, at the, into, well, into the couch between us, basically, and went, I never get to watch what I want to watch, and stormed off to his room. That was the first warning sign that, that something was wrong. The second warning sign appeared the following night at about three, four o'clock in the morning when the front door, or the door to our bedroom, was kicked in to reveal this guy framed in the doorway, silhouetted, wearing nothing but a pair of pants, tight-fitting pants, and holding a tub of, I can't believe it's not butter. A lot of thoughts went through my head then about what was about to happen. Uh, thankfully, what did happen was arguably the, the, the least bad option, uh, because he just screamed, Who's been touching my margarine? And he chucked it at the wall, um, above my bed and it exploded against the wall showering the room with I can't believe it's not butter rain and then he went back to bed to be fair we had touched his butter we'd drawn a little smiley face in it to welcome him to the flat but um, yeah he turned out to be mental so that was a fun uh, couple of months 
thankfully he 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 then disappeared off the face of the earth and we've never seen him again since so um yeah so that but that that feeling of being confined with people you have no real relationship with other than the fact that you are forced to live together was what inspired the 13th horseman so um yeah so that's 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 the story of the 13th horseman and um the other thing i want to mention is i'm currently reading we're talking about my my reading habits at the moment i'm currently reading the comic hero's journey seriously still serious story structure for fabulously funny films which is a bit of a cringeworthy subtitle thing there but it seems to be a good book so far i'm uh reading this because i'm working on a script uh so i'm reading this using my fancy notebook here writing down all the interesting stuff uh keeping a track of it as i mentioned before that for the non-fiction I'm, I'm reading and the podcasts and audiobooks i'm listening to i'm writing down anything that i think is of interest and anything i can act on because all the real reading these books if you don't actually act on them it's kind of pointless um so knowledge might be power but only if you use it i suppose so uh yes yeah, so i'm writing all down in here and um so far so good so far of the three books i've read recently uh the three kind of non-fiction writing related books definitely the most practical and useful i would say and I'm, I'm scribbling a lot down from it so there we go that's today's video i am off now to do some work uh i also try and need to see and try if i can get tickets to go and see six the musical for my daughter so gonna get that sorted and then crack on so thanks for listening i will see you tomorrow Thanks for listening to this episode of Notes from a Scottish Author. If you've enjoyed it, please subscribe, leave a review, and tell all your friends, if, unlike me, you actually have any. You can find more information about the show at scottishauthor.com. Music